1: welcome back everybody to the could be You grace podcast my name is dave and i'm the host for this podcast and with me today i have my friend tim tim welcome back to the could be You grace podcast brother
0: well thank you dave it is good to be back and uh just good always good to talk with
1: you my friend always good to talk with you too can you uh catch us up on what's happening in your life marriage ministry and what are you working on ministry project wise these days
0: well that's a that's a full question with uh, lots of answers uh it depends on what part of my life you want to talk about, uh, but the reality is that uh, life is uh, full and blessed at the family level, though there are sorrows, as are true in everybody's life. And ministry, we're full of joys and sorrows. Just got a new building in uh, Prospect Park, uh, Pennsylvania, so we're delighting in that and beginning, just beginning to settle in and uh, see what the Lord has for us in this in this community here. Um, writing continues to be a uh, part of my life in ministry, between blogging and various articles being posted in different places, and, uh, and a new book that has come out. There's a, there's a lot going on. Uh, God
1: seems to be with us, uh, yet we're, we're working hard and trying to be faithful as well amen brother amen well can you tell us about this new book an abc prayer to jesus praise for hearts both young and old why you wrote it and how you hope it will be received
0: well yeah this is this book has been the product of probably 10 years of uh processing in my own mind uh one might look at it when they pick it up and see you know simple stanzas that are the text of the book and think oh this was this was may have been a short project that just kind of happened quickly but the reality is it it started to the seed form of it was planted about 10 years ago as I wrote a, another devotional for older folks uh uh that and adults uh <laughs> just using uh alliteration in praise of Christ uh devotional called Worship Worthy. When I was done with that, uh, the idea came to mind to try to create a children's version of that. Uh, We've called it an ABC Prayer to Jesus. Uh, And it's uh, an alphabet organized A series of prayers and praises uh, that are designed to express the hearts of people, both young and old. Uh, It's it's not just for little kids. In fact, many adults who have read it have said that their own hearts have been very much affected. There's a simplicity to it and yet a depth to it uh, by God's grace that I think has has been a blessing. Um, And. It is, uh, it's an interesting book in the sense that it really pulls together a number of different things. It's a children's reader. It could be a bedtime prayer. Uh, uh, there's a fun element to it as there are uh, the illustrator uh, who did a fantastic job with the illustrations. It's a it's a black and white uh, book that. Uh, has a kind of classical look to it, uh, and yet a very fun dimension to it. Uh, And in the illustrations, he has hidden various objects that match the letter of the alphabet. So kids can have, well, not just kids, adults love seek and find things too, uh, but kids can have some fun with it, looking for the objects. Uh, And then uh, it's also a Bible study. There are listed in the back of the book Bible references for each of the the images and metaphors and similes that are taken from Scripture that are woven into the text of the book. Um, and uh, uh, another feature that I am really excited about is that each of the stanzas is uh, can be sung to the tune of the Doxology. Uh, so it actually is a song book as well as all that uh, I've just described, um, and that ju- the doxology being a tune that uh, is known all over the world, Christians everywhere uh, sing the doxology. So it's a familiar tune, uh, and uh, adults and children can actually sing the book together wow. if they are so cool. inclined. So it's it's got all that going on. Uh, at, at once, and uh, again, it's this an ABC prayer
1: to Jesus praise for hearts, both young and old. Well, I really like this book, obviously, because uh, I endorsed it, <laughs> so you know, guys, that it, if I do that, um, they, everybody knows that if I do that, it's got to be pretty good because I don't, that's right. Your, your that.
0: name is in there,
1: brother, so yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's yeah, it's there I,
0: and it, it's in print, man. It's in print. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't endorse every every book that has come comes my way. And and when I have a problem with it, something, I usually end up talking to the author, which they don't usually like that. But you know, it's I'd rather have a conversation and be honest with an author than or a writer than, you know, it makes for some awkward conversations. But it's yeah. uh, it's really the best way to handle it, I think. So but I, I had no problem with this book, guys, just to be clear. And uh, it's very helpful. What, who would you say this book uh, would be good for, like age range wise for children? Yeah, it's really interesting. I, th-
0: I think, you know, as they measure these things uh, in the book world, I, I, my, my guess is, you know, the, the, t- the target, the bullseye might be, I don't know, eight years old, seven, eight years old. Okay. But the reality is that the range is probably three to 12. And then, frankly, um, junior hires and high schoolers and adults can really enjoy this book. There, it, it, um, there's something in it that people tell me uh, kind of connects. Uh, uh, so I've, you know, I know of people who whose very young children. I, I heard just yesterday of a three-year-old, you know, just thoroughly enjoying the book. And I've read it. I've read it in the presence of 15-year-olds. Who have really enjoyed the book as well? So um, wonderful! It's 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 got a wide range. Wonderful, wonderful,
1: brother. How important is it that kids learn theology?
0: Hmm. Yeah, this this was as I was glancing at the questions that you sent in my direction. <laughs> uh, this was one of those questions. I said, "Wow, uh, this this moves this moves us, you know, into the deeper end of the pool uh, in this conversation. This is." Uh, yeah. It's a great question. Um and the, the answer uh in short is it is all important. Mm. It is all important. I, I I thank God and I don't know how many times I've thanked God for this, that I, I grew up with parents who I love to put it this way, they gave me a big God. They mm. gave me a big God. Their view of God was expansive. They they saw the glory of God, the sovereignty of God, the majesty, the holiness, the love of God, and they communicated that just in the way they lived their lives. It was uh, very, very affecting, and I and it it just it was the foundation for for my life. Um, they just they they manifest they they taught, but even in some ways as important. Anyways, they lived. The reality of a, of a big God, a great God um, that was just poured into me and uh, has, frankly, served me well through a through a life that has um, included many sorrows and many sufferings uh, that God has called me to uh, to know to know who God is to know theology has been so foundational and such just an incredible, incredible gift to me that we we in turn tried to bestow on our kids um and uh pour into their lives as well so it's um yeah how important all important
1: Mm -hmm. is is the answer i think yeah that's really good yeah you know um we had my when we lived in california we had my nephew live with us and just seeing the kind of kids books that are out there i knew that there was some out there but not all of them are equal (laughs) and uh I, I just saw the real real importance for books like yours and others that uh help them really to grow. And and I'm gonna be giving your book to my nephew. Oh, so that's uh, I'm sure he'll he loves he loves these types of books. So, you know, as I read the book, I'm like, well, my nephew like this. <laughs> and sometimes sometimes he does like uh the books I get for well, they send them to me. And yeah. uh, sometimes he doesn't, or sometimes, you know, he might like it later. So that's why I asked you, you know, maybe yeah. there's a parent or somebody listening and they're like, Hey, well, will my kid connect with this. And I, you gave a good answer, but it's, yeah. it's, it's all important. It's, it's so important, you know, no matter the age of the, the kid or, or even an adult theology yeah. is, is absolutely vital. So you're yeah,
0: not, I don't, I don't think I mentioned it. If I did, I forgot, but the, you know, theology as it's a, as it's expressed in my book, in ABC prayer um, it is in, in, in the book, it is, is Christology. It is Christ. The book is all about Christ. It's, it's the metaphors, the similes, the figures of speech in scripture that reference, refer to Christ that are just presented in a way that honestly my heart my in writing it was that as as children and their parents and their grandparents actually read the book, there would be moments of where they would actually say, wow. You know, there would, there would be moments where they would just catch a, a glimpse of a sense of uh, the the goodness or the greatness of our savior. And you know, how can you give too much of that to your children? You just you mm. just can't, you know know Christ needs to be poured into our families. The Father, the Son, the Spirit just need to be
1: constantly on our lips mm. uh, in the home. So. Amen. How can the local church come alongside parents and teach them theology?
0: Well, that too was one of those questions where I read. it. I said, okay, all right. I'm a pastor. Been a pastor for a long time. Um, how can a church do this? And and the question then for me became: Am I doing this? And how well am I doing this? So it's a it's a really really good good question. Um, and you know, obviously, there are different uh, approaches to children in in the actual Sunday worship event, so to speak, and, and experience. Some have children present. Some have children in uh, children's ministry. And and, but whatever the case, either approach, um, there's a sense in which it's uh, whatever is taught uh, should be giving our children truth giving our children mm-hmm. theology obviously in a in a in a way that they can uh, at least in some measure understand and uh, take in um although i i have seen children uh sit in very heavy preaching, and uh, somehow manage to take things in. Uh, uh, but it's, uh, you know, there's different approaches to that. But whatever the approach, whatever the material, whatever the topic, whatever the songs, uh, they need to be rich in truth. They need to be rich in uh, in, in presenting Christ and presenting the triune God. Um, so that our children are, um, yeah, when they when they go to church, quote unquote, when they arrive um, wherever God's people gather, they 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 are aware that they're going to hear they're going to hear about God, they're going to hear the truth of God's word, and and they come to expect that. Um, Yeah, there's all kinds of wonderful materials that, you know, I do hope my book kind of finds a place there. Uh, But um, there's there's one uh, man who actually also endorsed the book. Uh, Marty Machowski has written some incredibly helpful children's books uh, that one of his books is called Theology, uh, just a play on words, but just theology for kids. Uh, and, uh, and also curricula that really help to just consistently take people through the truth of, of Scripture. Um, so these are, you know, there's, it's very important that churches do this, and it, it needs to be done in a sense at whatever level uh, there needs to be. People need God, and I mean that not in a trivial way. I mean that theologically. They, they yeah. need God. They need the true God. Would it to Martin Lloyd Jones give your people a big God, I think was his yeah. he could tolerate just about anything except a path, a preacher who who failed to give the, his people a big God, a great God. Yeah, let's do that for our kids too. yeah,
1: that's really good. I remember in in high school, we were studying systematic theology in high school, Sunday school. I think you're reading Graham's Systematic Theology. There this you is, go. Uh, 1999, you know, yeah. to 2000, and you know that was great, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then I developed a, lo- even before that, I developed a love for theology, but I wanted to study systematic theology. Now I have over two dozen systematic theologies uh, behind me in my in my office, you know. So I think they were pretty successful. Yeah, <laughs> you know, 20, 20 years later, you know, I'm still loving systematic theology. And um, so, well, you're,
0: you're reminding me, Dave, of something that I was not fully conscious of when it was happening, but my sons have brought to my mind more recently, back when our children were young, and I'm talking, you know, 5, 10, 12, 14, years old. Um, we, uh, in our church, uh, on every Wednesday night for a couple of years, we watched an R.C. Sproul video, mm-hmm. just one, one segment, and then spent a half hour or so discussing. Mm-hmm. And I had my children with me for oh. all those conversations. And they mm-hmm. tell me now that those were life-shaping conversations. They, uh, they learned so much rich, theology by sitting there as children, uh, listening to R.C. Sproul lectures. Um, have we all?
1: Haven't we yeah,
0: all? Oh, well, yeah, indeed. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And they, you know, they they are continuing in that love for for truth even today. So, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's, in a sense, you know, it's not too early. You know, you think about young children's catechisms and uh, tools of that nature that, really can help this process, whether churches or um, families just at home doing that.
1: Uh, yeah, so they're really wonderful tools. That's really good. Well, let's say a parent is listening, and hopefully they are, and they want to help their child begin to learn theology. Where where should they start? You've mentioned some resources. Uh, any other thoughts?
0: Yeah, in fact, I probably jumped uh, back and <laughs> forth between a couple of the questions here.
1: Uh, no worries.
0: Yeah, I think that the uh, parents can start, I, you know, the, the real answer is parents need to start with their own hearts and their own minds. It's it's hard to know it's impossible to communicate theology rightly uh, to our children if in fact we don't know theology. Um, mm. So we, we've got to become students as, as actually Dr. Sproul used to say, um, Everybody's a theologian. The only question is whether you're a good or bad one. And uh, we need to make sure that we're we're good ones, that we we really know Scripture. So whether it's picking up a solid systematic theology like Grudem's or others, uh, whether it's reading rich books like uh, Dr. Packer's book, uh, Knowing God or whatever the books that are theology that 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 present theology in a way that affects you that is more than just in the head it it reaches the heart it transforms the life it solidifies faith um Parents need to have that. So there needs to be an initial commitment by the parents to, to grow in truth. Uh, but then you know, there are, you know, there are there's a whole range of good materials that that parents can use. Again, I hope this book finds its way there. Uh, young catechisms. Some of them are done very well and and uh, winsomely and effectively. Um, and uh, you know, and then just uh, kind of talking about theology. Do it over dinner. Do it while you're walking. You know, just. Who is God? What is God? You know, our, our parents often get stymied when our kids ask, "Well, who is God? Tell me about God." Well, those are mm-hmm. golden moments for us. You know, seize those moments yeah. to to express who God is. That's I good. suppose that question could lead into about uh, ten hours of of. Oh commentary.
1: yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, it's you gave a good answer. Well, you were just talking about children reading the Bible. How how can the local church help encourage and equip? Sh- parents to help children read the bible
0: well again i uh, it's got to start with the parents doesn't it um yeah it's it's uh, uh sadly we're living in a time when um, far too few are reading their bibles and uh and it mm. sounds cliche but there's no cliche to it or superficiality to it the reality is that bibles are untouched from week to week um and um just the 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 the, um, the reality of the, the sacred privilege of holding the scriptures in our hands uh, it has is um, far too little appreciated in, in, our, in our time. And we need to recover that. Uh, the scriptures need to be central in our life as a church in such a way that it becomes more natural, if that's the right word, uh, uh, for, for parents at home to say, hey, I want to read my Bible. Uh, and then, you know, uh, read it to our children. Just, just read the word. I mean, historically, you know, families and heads of households right after dinner, they've taken a few minutes to just read a chapter of scripture. Just, just expose your children to the word of God in a way that communicates. Um, we believe this and we are committed to following the God of the Bible. And following the Bible itself, because it's God's voice to us. Probably nothing. Uh, I, oh man, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to remember the details of this. We've all heard the statistics of of children wandering away from the faith when um, uh, when they enter into their college years and beyond. Uh, but I heard a statistic by uh, Brian Chapel uh, recently. Uh, uh, Doctor Chapel said something like. Uh, the, the marker or the, the, um, what, what affects it positively, those statistics, uh, the children that either stay in the faith or return to the faith. Um, most often are children who grew up in homes where the Bible had a meaningful impact during mm. the week um, and where prayer did, where, where they actually heard their parents pray. Mm or saw their parents reading the Bible, or heard their parents reading the Bible, where there was some indication that their parents' faith was not just a Sunday faith, Mm. uh, but it was a through-the-week faith, even if very simply expressed, even if just a simple prayer here or there, uh, the children in those homes are more likely to stay in the faith or return to the faith. And, uh, and I, I'm not sure I've got all the details of that precisely accurate. Mm. Uh, but it certainly was enough to stir me, of course, my kids are all gone now. Uh, but uh, to, uh, to encourage parents to just read the word, just that's, read it. pray. Yeah,
1: that's a, that's a really good encouragement. You know, we, I wrote that the book I just released for along this lines. And a big thing that I've been talking about is the three things God loves. He loves his word. He loves his people and he loves his church. Yeah. And those things are things that God delights over. And so we should, we should spend that time in in the yeah. word, not out of just checking a box, but helping our, helping people understand this is what God delights over. And yeah. so that's what you should delight over. And what you said is just so good. You know what Dr. Chappell was saying as well. Um, yeah. So yeah. so I, I important. Hope I'm, I hope I'm
0: quoting him closely enough, but that was the, the <laughs> yeah. gist of
1: what he shared. I'm sure he would be fine with you just mentioning it. I think that's <laughs> that's really 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 helpful counsel. So. Good stuff. Well, here's a question that's right up your alley: What role should grandparents take in their spiritual formation and development of their grandchildren?
0: Right up my alley. Huh? As as, yeah. as as you look yeah. on the screen and see yeah. this
1: see this old guy sitting here, um, I didn't say that again. I didn't. I just tossing you tossing you. I, 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 heard, <laughs> I, heard,
0: I heard I heard respect and something in there. <laughs> in right there. Uh, yeah, I am. For the record, the, the very happy uh, grandparent, grandfather of 13 grandchildren. Wow. Um, and uh, certainly, in one sense, they were uh, my children and my grandchildren have been a, uh, an impetus and, and uh, 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 kind of have created an impulse behind the writing of this book. Uh, there is a joy to be able to hand on to my children and to their children uh, something like this, which in its own way uh, tells the story of my faith and their grandmother's faith. So that that's part of what that, you know, the answer to your question, part of what it has, how it's been expressed in my life. Yeah, we need to pray for our grandchildren. Um, we who have been parents and have uh, uh, seen our parents grow up, our kids grow up, uh, into adulthood uh, we're we're aware that it's not just a matter of getting our grandchildren through the early years it's it's they need our prayers throughout all of life. Um, our our children and grandchildren never outgrow uh, their need for our prayers so we must be much in prayer. We must be those who live Christ as, as grandparents when we're when we're with our grandchildren. Uh, there needs to be something that comes through more than uh, let's give them a fistful of candy or you know uh, make sure that we do something really fun with them. Let's let's talk about Jesus. Let's uh, let's have them sitting there as we're. Talking with their parents about Jesus. So, uh, let's 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 make sure they know both in word and in deed uh, that uh, this matters to us. I I'm guessing, brother, that similar to what I just said uh, with Doctor Chapel's observations, uh, if 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 simple but genuine expressions of faith are being made by parents, then if grandparents are reinforcing that and and also doing the same. And surely there's even uh, more of an influence upon our children uh, to want to pursue the Jesus that we love uh, in, in our in our own hearts and lives.
1: Well, what you're saying, though, is so important. And you've said it multiple times in a number of ways, but just to flesh it out a little bit, you're saying that these things are more caught than, than taught. Not that, it, that you don't have to be taught, but they see it. That's what you're saying. They see that. Yeah. The faith that you've been taught and you're growing in and, and those kinds of things. And, and that's just so important. And that takes me back to my, my teenage years. There was a number of issues with my parents and they got divorced and um, I leaned on the church and uh, I saw what real faith is, is like mm-hmm. through through that. And uh, it just kept me going in my, in my walk with God wow. and that's so, uh, so important. I I don't, I would not probably be still a Christian without that today. You know, God, God can do whatever he can do. He's, we, we would affirm I'm not saying God isn't sovereign, yeah. but you know, that really kept me, you know, in, in the church, going to church, walking with Christ. It kept me, you know, growing and, and, and I, I just, fell in love with theology in a lot of ways because of that. Because that is, that it,
0: is so powerful. That is such a powerful testimony of God's grace. And wow, I mean, kind of uh, when you think about uh, as a pastor, when I think about what possible influence I may have on the children in our church and, and the other adults, uh, just a powerful
1: testimony. And it was of- guys like you and, and youth pastors and youth elders um, just watching their life, seeing what that was so different. There was a difference between how my parents were living and how you know, the elders and the pastors were living and mm-hmm. and I wanted what the pastors had.
0: You know, uh, you're reminding me uh, <laughs> of something that my uh, couple of my children said to me when they when they read my previous book, Respect the Image, which you graciously uh, had me on for um they they uh, they texted me or called me i forget which now and they and, and they just said something that was incredibly affecting and humbling to me they said as they read the book they said well this this is how Dad lived. Mm, wow. And, um, and it just made me real they had never really put it together before until they saw the book and, and realized that they had witnessed it uh, in my life before they actually read it you know from my pen, so to speak. Um, and I, I share that not, uh, not in pride, but it's very humbling to me and you know, there was almost a, a certainly I was consciously applying those teachings, in my life, but I was not aware of the, um, wasn't conscious of the, of the visible impact that it was having uh, on my children. Uh, and, and it's just true, brother. It just is true. Your nephew, you talk about your nephew, you know, you're leaving a mark on him, yeah. uh, how you sure. live, yeah. how you live, how you love, how you walk, how you love your wife. You know, it's, it's it's all. It's all. Yeah. It's all pretty. It's humbling and it's um, encouraging to think on these things. So.
1: Yeah, we were we were talking. My wife was showing me something that her sister was saying, and she was saying something to her about me. And I was like, "Wow, I guess I never really realized um, some things about how about what you're saying." And I was like, "Huh, I need to be more cognizant of that. Yeah, of uh, a lot more." And I was just humbled and convicted, like you yeah. were saying earlier. So it's.
0: It's yeah, because so because obviously it can go the other way too. Uh, uh, yeah. It's it can it, it's a tremendous privilege to be a good example by God's grace. Uh, but it's and Jesus warns us about this. It's a terrible thing to be a bad example in a in a sinful way and to to cause little ones to stumble. Uh, mm-hmm. Is uh, so it's so sobering true. but encouraging at the same time?
1: So true. Well, oh, brother, where can people go to find out more about your work online, either on social media or otherwise?
0: Yeah, thanks for asking that. Um, they can they can find. I have a website, timothyshory That's Timothy S H uh, O R E Y, timothyshory dot and that that gives you uh, that would give folks a lot of information about me about the. Uh, Work that we're doing, the projects we have, the books, uh, and speaking engagements and events that I'm involved in as well, uh, and also um, if if there are churches that are interested in uh, seminars on uh, the book that I the other book I've read, uh, be happy to do that kind of work as well. So timothyshori.com will get people more information I do have a Facebook page uh, just uh, Tim Shorey, and a uh, what I called a respect the image Facebook page as as well and if anyone just uh, is interested to know more that again they can either go to the website or uh, they can reach me if they want to uh, email uh, at uh, respect at gmail.com so those are a few different ways they can
1: people can connect wonderful brother well just as we wrap up this conversation do you have a few takeaways for our listeners
0: well I think we've uh, we've really touched on a lot of takeaways in this <laughs> let's let's certainly love our children uh, but let's live as one old author put it let's live a better life into our children uh, let's live in such a way that uh, they want to turn from their sin and from their need and be redeemed and restored and transformed by the power of god let's let's model what we profess to believe and let's fill our children with as much truth as we can uh in ways that uh, capture their attention in ways that uh uh, display to our children in the words of the psalmist the the wonderful deeds of god let's let's talk about a big god let's believe in a big god and let's uh, let's hand that on. Let's make that the chair uh, heritage that we leave uh, to that, our kids. And, uh, so
1: good. So good, brother. Well, guys, we've been talking today with Tim Shorey about his new children's book, an ABC Prayer to Jesus. Praise for hearts, both young and old. Uh Tim, you've done a fantastic job and uh on the show today. And thank you so much for your ministry and all that you do. And God bless you. Well,
0: thank you, Dave. Again, thank you to you for having me on. It's been it's been a joy to this, take these moments with you. Thank you.